Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the PHNX Rising Podcast. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. My name is Ramon Chavez. Super happy to be here. Alongside me is my partner. I've never seen him in that shirt. It looks really nice. Yeah, it's, oh, a, it's a new shirt, this one. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought I'd get it out, given that uh, certain playoffs might be starting in uh, just a couple of days' time. And, you know. Go Suns. And, of course, as always, the return of the dead man, Edwin Perez. Deadwin! Dead <laughs> He's dead risen! Man. The dead man. It's like I'm the undertaker. <laughs> I am back. Don't worry, guys. Just had a tough weekend. You know, shout out to Ramon. Happy late birthday to all of those. Um, sorry, I couldn't be there for the celebration, but the illness had different plans. And so, but don't worry. We're back here for a good show. Yeah, you look pretty bad when I saw him this weekend, but happy to be here. Ready Appreciate to go, it. 100%. Appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I do want to shout out everybody in the comments. Thank you so much for showing up early, showing the love here in the comment section. We always love that. Uh, we got a great show for you today. If you haven't subscribed, though, make sure to do so. Like the show, share it on your social media. It really helps us out to grow here. Um, and if you haven't yet, make sure to follow us on Twitter as well. PHNX underscore underscore rising. Double the underscores, double the fun. That is right. Um, yeah, we have a great show for you today. To, of course, we're going to get a preview of Saturday's game against New Mexico. Uh, we do have some New Mexico Hate Week Twitter responses to take a look at as well. To be clear, to be clear, that's New Mexico as one thing rather than the way you said that almost sounded like we've got some New Mexico Hate Week. No, 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 no. We're not. No, no. Just saying. Be cool as well. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we did get some news today about eFootball and uh, Rising being featured on that game. I think it's their first ever appearance on a video game. So, Which, which is fun i mean it's fun to be able to see him on a on a video game but hey it's yeah we gotta look at those ratings we gonna be controversial of... gonna yeah, be controversial sure. with those ratings yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's gonna be a good time and then we're gonna of course talk about the other games happening around the usl this weekend it should be a good time so let's go ahead and get started owen let's talk about new mexico right now they're sitting on uh in the seventh spot in the western conference with eight points undefeated in four matches they've only played four which is kind of odd right uh, two wins and two draws. Goal, uh, goal score seven. Goals against four with the goal difference of plus three. Uh, they haven't played a win in a very, very long time. Yeah, uh, they so. they haven't played for three weeks in a league game. Like uh, it, genuinely, now they their last game was in March. So <laughs> yeah, Wednesday, March thirtieth to be exact. Yeah, against uh, Oakland, and they did. Well, they've had three. They'll have had what two full weekends off. It'll be two and a half weeks when they. 
when they get around to I it. I mean, they only played on Wednesday of April 5th, I think. Or oh, the Tuesday. It's US, yeah. Uh, yeah. The US, US Open Cup game against Las Vegas Legends, so a glorified Parks team. I want um, their schedule. You know, you only play Wednesdays and then you're free on weekends. That one's pretty fun. So Yeah. 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 I mean, it's... It's great for them. I mean, in some ways, yeah, they're coming rested. Not great for them in other ways. They're going to come in and be possibly a little bit off the boil. Um, you know, the, you, you never know. When you have that long off, are you quite as match sharp when you come in? Um, mm-hmm. That's going to be the challenge for them, I think, really going into this, is that they're going to find that not only are they coming into a game that, you know, they've had a while off. It's probably going to be quite an intense game because these kind of rivalry games often are. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's going to be a real challenge for them. Yeah, it's going to be around 16 days since they had the, the USL Championship game. So maybe the speed of the game, especially if Rising do come out really strong, especially during the first half, that's going to kind of, you know, uh, throw them off their game a little bit. So hopefully we're able to see that besides the kind of like the long layoff. Uh, is there any sort of keys to victory for Rising against New Mexico this weekend? Oh, well, there's a lot, a lot to to kind of get into, I guess, you know, and just chatting about um, what we were expecting in terms of... um, Is that a whole account called New Mexico Yeah, we got a whole account now, New Mexico, (laughs) hashtag New Mexico Hate Week. I applaud Um, the dedication. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) This is a lot of dedication to this, but look, I think there's quite a lot to deal with when you look at it now, with Troy Lazane having left in the offseason, they've... Changed a little bit what they're doing, not necessarily too much. I know that Joe Farrell, when I was chatting to him this week, said one of the things is that they seem like a little bit narrower. Um, mm-hmm. But some of the real problem you're going to have to deal with is the fact they've got two really uh, good players up top. You're going to have Nico Brett. Behind him, you'll have Chris Weehan. Um, mm-hmm. And both of those are players that can get a lot of, can get a lot done. Um, let's be honest. Brett has scored a few goals now this season already. Yep. Uh, taking a lot of shots for them. And he does take a lot of shots, to be clear. Um, not the most uh, clinical in that sense, mm-hmm. but he still finds his goals. Yeah. Uh, Weehan has been playing in this in this league for a long time now. Um, you know, and there's some other people as well who you're going to find are, are quite important. They're just in Portillo. A um, mm-hmm. lot of crosses. Yeah. A lot of crosses. He actually puts in, uh, I believe it's like the eighth or ninth most crosses in the league. Um, and you find that he creates a lot of chances for that team as a whole. Then you got a guy like Sam Hamilton, who perhaps earlier in the build-up, but he's a really good presence on the ball. A guy who rising fans will know because he played here back in, I believe, 2018 alone. Mm. Um, and he is someone who you can expect to be a have a lot of the ball um, in yeah. that early kind of build-up. Um, he's yeah, I was one really assist, impressed with And his, his passing accuracy is quite high. I believe it's around about 85%. So. Yeah. You know, he, he as well is a player who, if you can get to him, if you can affect him, maybe that kind of stifles him a little bit. Yeah, no, and just to piggyback off what you just said in their last game against Oakland, uh, he had 70 touches, 61 out of 63 accurate passing. That's 97%. That's that's insane. I know he's playing more mostly out of the back or, or their own half, but that's not bad at all, 97%. Like, it's not bad. It's not yeah. bad. So, look, there's quite a few different ways that they can kind of, come at you with that i mean they're, mm-hmm. they're a team that i've had a couple of times this season it was four games wasn't it right and eight points so mm-hmm. they had two wins two draws um and in those two draws they were late goals yeah late goals to, to give up equalizers so that's one thing to pay attention to because they are a team that can be quite shaky at the end of a game mm-hmm. yeah no and, and we were talking about it before the show started that 
they honestly could have been literally four out of four as far as wins if they didn't give up those corners or uh, at the end of the game against uh, Orange County um, in Oakland. So this is a dangerous team. I don't think rising fans should take this lightly. I know it's Derby week. They, they never do that. But just looking at their lineup, they're pretty solid from up top to the middle. Maybe their back line's a little shaky at the end of the game. So that's one of the things that Rising could exploit for sure. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, they've, they've struggled to get some of the games over the line this season. Um, mm-hmm. That's been their problem. And it's it's a problem that's applied to them quite a bit, let's be honest, throughout yeah. their history. Um, you know, you know, you only have to look back to 2019 when Rising was 2-0 down and Joey Kalistra comes on and gets a brace. There you go. Or uh, you look at last year when um, they came here to, to Wild Horse Pass and, mm-hmm. and signed him well with a winner in, in injury time. Um they're a team that probably should be getting some of these better results than they are, but by the end of the game, for whatever reason, they switch off. Um, yeah. And they concede goals that maybe they shouldn't be conceding. Um, and and that when you're doing that, you're only shooting yourselves in the foot, right? There's, mm-hmm. there's nothing you can really do to legislate for that. You've just got to fix doing that. Yeah. Um, it, and, and you know, just to, just to be clear here on a hashtag New Mexico hate week people down there, no, New Mexico never actually won the Four Corners Cup. There was only ever one winner of the Four Corners Cup. Um, now, and it's no longer a thing now with Monarchs gone. Monarchs, Real Monarchs, only team to win the Four Corners Cup. Well, this is kind of fun, though. Hopefully, hopefully we can have that again. But um, moving on, there uh, some injury news for New Mexico. Their starting goalkeeper, Alex uh, Tambakis, is out with injury. Ford Parker, which is their second string uh, keeper, was able to play during their U.S. Open Cup game. Is this something that Rising should exploit with maybe Luis has just continuing to do what he does, which is mid-range, long-range shots, and really test that keeper? Well, you have to bear in mind that you've got a goalkeeper now who um, hasn't played many games at all over the past couple of years. Um, That's really something you'd hope to exploit. And it's something that most teams hope to exploit, right? Let's be honest. Mm Mm-hmm. When you've got someone who's not necessarily fully up to match fitness, you could almost say, or not quite as sharp as having been actually out there every week playing, then yeah, you want to keep taking shots because it feels kind of like the, like the Valley United kind of situation. If you put shots on target, mm-hmm. eventually one of them is going to go in. Yeah. Okay, You just have to keep pounding the goal because... Yeah, these kind of goalkeepers aren't going to be perfect. They're going to make mistakes. They're going to spill balls, maybe. And then you see something there for Claudio. And and I mean, it's Claudio, you know, he's a poacher, right? And again, I was talking with Rick earlier this week, and he was like, well, maybe we're not, because we're not not a team that plays direct. You know, maybe we're not playing to Claudio's strengths quite as much Mm -hmm. as we could have. But then equally, if you're going to create things that might spill the ball out close, and Claudio's in there, he's the kind of guy you'll, He'll score goals, yeah. um, and he, he has been picking up goals kind of like that, actually, this season, even if for one of them he was in an offside position. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll gloss over that one. <laughs> um, look, I, I think that there's there's definitely some opportunity there you'd hope to to make the most of a guy who hasn't played against uh, some serious you know, competition for, for quite some time. And yeah. I guess we'll, we'll see, won't we? On the other side of things, you have someone like uh, Nico Brett, three goals. Uh, you were mentioning him earlier. Three goals this season, four shots per game, two on target. So he does get his shots off. Uh, next to him, he has uh, Sergio Rivas, who is a speedy you know, winger. Is that something that New Mexico will look to explode, especially with that back line and that shuffling in the back with, with, the, with Rising? Nico Brett's a quality player. Let's be clear about this. Nico Brett is a guy who scores pretty much every other game um, and has done since 2018. 
So he is someone when New Mexico signed him, like, you know, we all had the conversation last year when they brought in, um, oh, who was the guy? Who was the guy they brought in last year where they said they were going to break the internet? Let's see, uh, Edwin, you might need to jump on this one. <laughs> it was a Jamaican guy back then. They said they were going to break the internet and it was just a, a really dull signing. Mm. This oh, was a serious signing. Yeah, you sent me this. Nico Brett was a serious Brian Brown. Thank you, Chad. When they brought Brian Brown in, and we were all like, oh, they were all like, USL Twitter's not going to know how to react to this. We're going to break the entire. No, it was a bizarre signing. It didn't even last all season there, right? But Nico Brett is a seriously good signing for this level. Mm -hmm. Again, this is a guy who's scoring, averaging a goal every other game for, for the past, what, four years. I mean, doing it this you season, can't, You yeah. can't knock it. It's it's the kind of return that you need. And So how do you stop someone like Nico Brett? Is, it, is this more of a midfield, having someone on him the whole time, just not letting him get the ball? or? But there's the danger then, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's when you open up space for guys like Chris Wehan. And I know that certain people in our chat might be talking about how, you know, Wehan's washed up ever since the, the Orange County buyout and all of that kind of nonsense. But it he's, he's still a player who can cause some real concerns on his day. Yeah. Um, and if you're too focused on dealing with Nico Brett, you you, you let a guy like Wien have space and time to do whatever it is that he's going to do, you know, then you, you really, it's a real problem. Um, and I mean, again, the chat's saying there now, Albert's saying, wow, he knows that Birmingham fans were disappointed to lose him. Well, they, too right, they should be because he's a good player. Um, and that's, that's I think, really, you've got to watch him because that's, that's the biggest concern. Let's move on to rising. Uh, you wrote about uh, the starting lineup and the potential changes to that this week on gophnx.com. So the, I think the main question right now is the back line. Are we going to see Lambert once again um, along Joey Farrell? Or is this the time that we see, you know, uh, maybe Madrid back in the lineup? How, how are you seeing things? It's interesting, isn't it? Because I know we're probably going to talk about some of these players later when we talk about the the rating free football. And Mamma Madrid is a player who I definitely <laughs> think we're going to be talking about with with the ratings and all that. But actually, when you look at it, Manu has, has actually provided, intriguingly enough, a different kind of threat in that team. Mm. When you look at what he's been doing as a on the other end of the field, right? Yeah. As a guy who gets up there and is an aerial threat, that it's interesting. Um, he's a big guy. He is a big guy. Yeah. I mean, the, the biggest problem you've got really is, is James Moose is going to be back, and I don't think he will be. And, and Rick kind of said this in the... You know, when you've got to get a week with free games, it's not necessarily a problem that the guys aren't ready for Saturday because you're going to have to rotate for the week anyway. Mm-hmm. So you just factor it in around when, you know, if they're ready to go on Wednesday, they're ready to go on Wednesday. That's great. I think that you're going to struggle. or There's going to have to be some rotation in the back, you know, two centre-backs there mm-hmm. um, over the free games. You're not going to see the same two guys, okay. that whole spell. Um, but it's quite how they, how they piece that together. That's really the question. Yeah. And part of that comes down to something which... Maybe we'll we'll talk about now again. I know we we spoke about it on on Tuesday, but now we got Edwin here as well. Which is how are you prioritizing between these two games? Because you're playing the same team twice in the week, and then you have to look then at you know who you're going to play on Saturday, who you're going to play on Wednesday. Which one are you really more concerned about winning, and and how even can those two interact with each other? How might a result on the Saturday impact the the result on the Wednesday? And you know what, let, let's Edwin, go on. You you weren't here to to talk about this, so let's. Let's rope you in here. Which game is more important to you, Saturday or Wednesday? I think for for me, I think it's Saturday. I think that it, it has to do with points in the in in the season. 
you can't afford to slip up. I think you need the three points because long term, you we're gonna look back at it and you're gonna see that I, the focus for this team is the league. I mean, as much as the U.S. Open Cup, uh, Cup run will be nice and all that, I don't think that's the priority to go win this U.S. Open Cup because there's so many things you can't control. There's so many things. There's so many MLS teams. It would be nice to go against some MLS teams and beat them and do all that. But you got to focus on the league. You're supposed to be the top team in the West and all that. So you got to beat your rivals and you got to beat them in, in this USL. So I think your priority is obviously Saturday, but I'm not saying you discard the Wednesday game and, you know, just put crap out there. But at the same time, I think you put all your poker chips into the league game first. It's interesting, isn't it? Because, you know, we, we were speaking about this on Tuesday and... I think that a lot of people here, and I mean, you've got Rising Nation, they're saying that losing to NMU would be a nightmare no matter what format, and I guess you're not wrong there. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's interesting because the league game, at least you can make up for, but it's a cup game. If you lose that, you're done. Um, yeah. that, that's the big thing there. If you, if you lose a cup game, you're at the cup, and of course, it would be the second Open Cup in a row that Rising has been knocked out by New Mexico United mm -hmm. in Arizona. Um and I mean, the pressure's on Rick to win USL, is what Bobby says there, not the Open Cup. It's correct. But again, I think that... But, but it's also interesting as well, because those games... It's hard to win two rivalry games in such a short space because those games often end up being tighter than they should be. We saw that last year, the 3-2. We saw that in the first year of this rivalry, really, when all three of those games ended as draws. And despite what we want to say, I know there are some people out there who will argue the Open Cup game, well, New Mexico won that game. Well, I'm... Just referring you again to my good, trusty friend, Law 10, which states that kicks from the penalty mark take place after the game has ended as a draw. So the game ended as a draw. So there were three draws in that season. Yeah. It, it's, it's hard to win all of those games. But I don't know if there's even a part, though, where you look at it and say that maybe a Saturday win gives you the momentum. I know we were talking about this outside before we came in here. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I th feel like to a degree, if you lose that game on Saturday, you're going to come in urgently, or you're going to feel a degree of urgency on, on Wednesday that I don't know if it's going to be helpful even. Yeah. Um, They'll turn reckless. It's, it becomes like almost panicky, perhaps. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't lose two at home to New Mexico in quick succession. And, and if they do, that's going to end, you know, it's, it's not going to look great for the team. It's not going to it's really going to sell Owen, some alarm Owen bells. I know wants me to say it, but I'm not going to say it because he wants me to say Rick Shant's out. But I, I'm not telling you to say that. <laughs> but and just a counterpoint, both of you guys, I Rising should be winning every game. Doesn't matter whether it's on Saturday or or Wednesday, and it's the the short time span for recovery. It like you guys are saying, it's a derby game. There's a rivalry here. I think to me, the priority should be the U.S. Open Cup game as a fan. Now, if I'm Rick Shant, I'm like, look. I, Joe Farrell has over 300 minutes. He hasn't gotten a break. Do I really want to put him out there again? And then again on Wednesday? I don't know about that. It's it's like there's so much things tactically that Rising have to focus on. Saturday, you're going to have way more fans, I feel. So I feel like even if you don't put your eighth you know, squad out there, you're going to have that support from the fans. You're going to be able to maybe at least keep your composure, have that second half win, which we've seen that New Mexico doesn't, play the entire, you know, 90 minutes plus stoppage time. So if you have a, like a B team out there and you're able to kind of get by, 
I think a draw would be something I'd be happy with, and then bring everybody. I think everybody a draw out. in the league and a win in the cup would be I'd an be ideal situation for Rising. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what's interesting, and I'll, I'll just hop in there about the we've been talking about the intensity and all of that. Mm-hmm. What's a really interesting fact here is that this is actually a matchup between, based on cards, the two cleanest teams in the league at this point. Uh, Phoenix Rising have received the least yellow cards of any team in USL Championship with just eight, I believe. Nice. Whereas New Mexico have received only nine. Wow, look at that. So, uh, Detroit have so... also received only nine, but yeah, those two two of the cleaner teams in the league. No red cards for either team either so far. Hey, should, should be a clean game then on Saturday. On I'm Wednesday. not so sure if it will be. I think, I think Saturday might uh, be when that change. starts to turn around. Yeah. Um, Edwin, yeah. are you about to hop in with some thoughts? No, I, for me, I just think that um, I'd have thought about the Open Cup, and I do agree with Ramon. I think there is importance to it and, and what it can mean. But I think with what happened early on the season, you got to prioritize the, the league. You know, I think if they picked up the win in Las Vegas and had more points up to this point, I think you're more comfortable saying all all the priorities should be on Wednesday. You can put a B team on Saturday, and if you slip up, it's one of your first slip ups of the season. I think with what's happened early on the season, team looking interesting. And as Owen said, interesting is one word. They've (laughs) started to turn it around, you feel. Yeah, exactly. And I think Saturday could be another stepping stone in that way. So you get the win Saturday. I think it just bodes well for Wednesday. So I just think the priority, it being first, I think is huge. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm really looking forward to, though. I'm really looking forward to the atmosphere on, on Saturday. On I Wednesday. think it's going to be <laughs> not on Wednesday. We don't know, but please, if you if you're thinking about it, come out to the game on you Wednesday. You guys are season you're ticket needed. holders. Check your accounts. <laughs> you are needed on Wednesday. If you are even yeah, thinking we, about not going, we can't have Edwin, Owen, and me again. Just there. <laughs> we need but more Saturday, people. <laughs> Saturday, the atmosphere for these games against New Mexico United is normally really good. Yeah. Um, you know the the buy-in from the fans into this as a rivalry. Because of just the dislike of, of New Mexico, that I'm sure we'll get on to soon. Yeah. It's great. And the the energy. I mean, we were talking about how the energy coming out of the South End last week mm-hmm. felt like it was the best on a Saturday that we've seen this season. Yeah. Against LA2, probably the most energetic in that first half, the loudest. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really think that they've yeah, been. I, f- I felt it too, because I typically try to be there with you in the first half at least. And. When you get me to turn around from something you say, you're doing a good job <laughs> because because you guys are excited or the South End. And I'm saying you guys. Could... I mean, New Mexico normally bring a, a reasonable number of people down as well. Mm. Um, I, I will say that there's, of course, that talk online of and it, I know people have been tweeting about it even today about tweeting. how some of those people might be trying to the New Mexico people might be trying to smuggle themselves into the South End, which Ooh. if they do, it's not going to end well for anybody involved. Is and, that a threat? Owen, is that? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. No, genuinely now, there is a New Mexico guy on up. Twitter. New Mexico guy on Twitter, I'm saying, seriously saying they're going to okay. try to swung themselves into the South End. And look, it's not it's not a threat. I'm talking about reality. I, I know what, what, look at what's going to happen. We all know exactly what will happen if they even bother to attempt that, okay? Yeah. And it's not like excusing football hooliganism or anything, right? Mm-hmm. We, all, we all know what that's like. I mean, I... You know, when I was growing up watching football, that was still a thing to an extent, right? I was in the San Siro and we were being pelted with, like, lighters and bottles of urine. And, you know, it's really you fun experience. after the Barca game today. Real fun experience the San Siro. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, if you come and try and take an, an opposition end like that, you're provoking trouble. Yeah. 
You know, everyone knows that the South End is where rising fans are. Yeah, the most passionate rising fans are where they're not going to take kindly to away fans showing up in that end. Mm-hmm. And trust me, away fans should be able to go to these games. They should be able to have, you know, safety and support their team and all of that. And they should be able to be up in their uh, little corner, right? And and be perfectly fine there. But if you're going to come and try and be provocative like that, then, you know, it's not necessarily you deserve what's, what's going to happen after. I think that would be going way too far. But yeah. But you can't then try and act as though you're being victimized, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, and that's it's provocative. It's yeah. unnecessarily provocative, right? Yeah. No, no, I think you're right, definitely. So, you know, if you're from New Mexico, you know, just pick your spots. <laughs> yeah, it's designated like away sections, yeah. right? So yeah, you can sit over there. Um, some more lineup stuff. Uh, Santi Moore, we're we gonna see him on Saturday. I am leaning towards no. Um, mm-hmm. he, his recovery has been, as Rick described, a miracle, right? So he was again, running, right? I'm on expecting Tuesday? I'm expecting to see that he will be he was running on Tuesday. Um he was jogging uh Edda last week. He, his recovery has been quite swift. So mm-hmm. I'm expecting to see him against New Mexico, but not necessarily on Saturday. Um I think he may all be available for the Wednesday game in the open cup. Yeah. Um, but I think Saturday might be pushing the timetable just a little bit too too far based on what people have been saying and what yeah. Rick had to say. And there was that. someone that tweeted it was like two to three weeks. You you expect? Yeah. That so far? the the initial talk was it was going to be two to three weeks. That was yeah. it was Josh Easton, right, mm-hmm. the commentator. Uh, that's that's not currently the case. Um, that is not matching up with anything the club is currently saying. It's not mm-hmm. matching up with what Santi himself has had to say when I've I've seen him around the stadium. Um, it's going to be from what I gather. Probably Wednesday. So, hey, it's it's not bad. You hope, you hope, you hope he uh, he gets good uh, really quickly. Uh, Babu not expected. Musa not expected. I don't know. I don't know. Babu Babu was held out of some a contact training session earlier this week, but mm-hmm. but he is back in training. Um, he was back in training early doors, even if they weren't putting him into those contact kind of sessions. So we'll see. We'll yeah. see. I think it's possible that he's back. Um. I'm not sure if you'd start him again. Maybe he's someone you might put on the bench on Saturday. Yeah, that's um, what I'm thinking. Because again, you're not going to play Babu every game that week. He's mm-hmm. not going to play on Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. Yeah, you're going to probably have Ryan Flood in for at least one of those games, if not two. Yep. So why not wait until Wednesday? Why why push him quicker than than he has to? And especially with something like a groin injury, when he is a very attack minded fullback mm-hmm. who is going to be running up and down and up and down and up and yeah. down and up and down. You don't want to risk that with a groin injury. Yeah, you can't someone like you that. You don't want to risk re injury yeah. at this point. So you might as well leave him that extra couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, do you expect the same lineup from last game against Los Dos, where you have Lambert in the back, say he has Quinn, Rodriguez in the middle, Hurst, Repetto, and Epps up top? hard isn't it it's hard to really tell what you want um i think that there's still a, a level of an i i see that our chat by the way is descending into a group of new mexico fans appear to have shown up um so they're gonna really love the next segment when we start talking about what people have been saying on twitter but um it's yeah look I, i'm not sure lineup wise quite what we quite what we want to go with but um yeah I don't know, because again, it's hard. It's hard to tell because there is so, so much like just in play here. So yeah. many different factors, and and with the free games, that's tough. But I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we got okay. be nice on the chat, guys. <laughs> Listen, I don't, I don't normally like 
get too distracted by this chat. But right now we got we've got two Chris Walkers fighting it out, and I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what's going on. Oh my Just God. for anyone who doesn't know, Chris Walker is a, a New Mexico fan. Um, is this a the founder America of the Black Endgame Diamond kind of thing, supporters or? group. Um, I don't even know what's going on. Right. <laughs> Well, we hope for Rising to have a good game, uh, and I, I honestly can see maybe Kalistri slipping in there for uh, for Ep. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, all right, y'all. So yeah, uh, predictions. Uh, Edwin Owen for Saturday's game. Oh, don't you make me do this! Come on, predictions time. I almost had it last week. I'm kind of proud. You of almost myself. had it last week. So go on, you lead us off then. Oh, you lead come us on, off. Y'all. You lead us off. Um. Let's see, Musa Lambert as center back pair. I don't think Musa's available, right? So he won't be able to play. I, I don't think we'll see him, but I'm not going to rule it out. But I don't think we'll see him on Saturday. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say 2-1 to one rising. You're going to go with 2-1 rising. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Another say with... has goal. Oh. And I want a repetitive goal. There you go. Two. I like 2-1 as a scoreline. I think that's possible. But if it's not 2-1, I, I would say 2-all. Mm. I don't think it'll be a high-scoring game. So I do. I think... Uh... <laughs> I'm agreeing with Michael here. Um, shout out, Michael. Michael did get it right last time, right? He said 3-1. rising. Well, we don't have odds at the moment, unfortunately, but we will provide odds for these, I'm sure, as and when they become available. We'll I think when it's a we'll you know. Team, it, it just it's, it bodes for goals, especially yeah. setting up for Wednesday. I think both these teams will be going hard. I'll go 3-2, rising, get the three points. Um, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be a great game. I really do think it's going to mm-hmm. be a banger of a game. All right, y'all. So, yeah, looking forward to that. And if you haven't purchased your tickets, I'm sure the fan, the players and, and the organization would like as many fans as possible there on Saturday. Got to pack out Wild Toast Pass for should this Should be one. fun. Should be fun. All right, y'all. Let's take, a, let's take a quick break and talk about our friends at OGs. They have two awesome promotions going on. The first one, oh, actually, both of them I'm really excited about. So the first one is talking about the Suns playoffs. All right. So if you guys... Uh, obviously, we're in Phoenix. I'm sure you guys have watched at least some basketball. If you're interested in going to the game to game one of the Suns playoffs this Sunday, you can. And the way to do it is by hooking up with OG. So OGs will be hooking up two lucky lucky fans with free tickets. So you got to be on the lookout on our Instagram, which is PHNX underscore sports. Uh, and again, that's on Instagram tomorrow for our post about official rules on how to enter. Again, if you're looking to go to game one of the Suns playoff run, you have to go follow us on PHNX underscore sports on Instagram. Uh, the second one is about Buds of Palooza. So you guys can join our friends at OGs. Uh, they're going to have something going on downtown for the 420 Festival. I know 420 is in the middle of the week, right? Yeah, but this isn't, is it? Yeah, so this one's uh, going to be a little bit earlier, so you guys can enjoy dope. Which is great because you can then do that then and come to Rising's Cup game on actual 420. There you go. And celebrate with OG. So, yeah, you guys can enjoy dope music, dank munchies, and overall good vibes. You can catch our boys Shane, Sean, Totree, Derek, and Saul out there, too. And if you want more information and purchase your tickets, you can visit buttsapalooza.com and get your tickets there. So, a lot of, a lot of stuff going on with OG. has got one of their hats right here. So, all right. Yeah, he's just stealing all the hats that he can anything find they gave me, I'm just gonna Anything they can give him, he'll take I, it. I sell out, dog. If you guys give me anything, I'm just kidding. But... But yeah, good stuff there from our friends of OGs. All right, y'all. So, Owen, I'm going to turn it over to you because you got something oh, going on. Oh, no. Okay. So, on <laughs> Tuesday, we made an error, maybe. 
We asked you all because we knew what was happening. We knew what you were doing on Twitter. We Wasn't knew that you, you wanted were... this. <laughs> Hashtag New Mexico Hate Week is what people were doing hate, on Twitter. Hate, hate, hate. Right? Getting ready for this. And since there's two games against them, we thought we'd buy in. We'll see what you have to say. Now, we asked you to tag us, and we'd be showing some of them. Let's have a little look through some of what Twitter has had to say this week. So, Edwin, our first one here. This one from Thomas, New Mexico with a late lead, self-destruct button. It's a big red button saying self-destruct. It's a big red button saying self-destruct. You know, do you think this is accurate, guys? I what like are you thinking? It. Yeah, good stuff there. So far, yeah. So <laughs> far. Okay, number one is accurate. Nice. Let's move on to number two. New Mexico fans travel well, says Michael. No shit. If I lived in New Mexico, I'd want to leave at every opportunity as well. <laughs> These guys are all laughing. They're loving this now. I, this I was going to say something, but I, I'll say that. No, come on. What no, are you no, going to no, say? No. Go ahead. Go ahead. This okay. was my first go, time go with the third one. Go yeah. with the third one. It's your first time seeing most of these, is it? Okay, yeah. we'll move on to number three. Number three. <laughs> this one from Rob. All this miserable wind blowing east the last few days proves how bad New Mexico sucks. It's a weather-related joke. Man, that one's really nice. Who is it? Robbo? Yeah, good stuff I took there. some thinking that did. Yeah. That did. All right. Number four, <laughs> please. Right, yeah. Everybody making fun of Pat Bev for over-celebrating a playing game win, but at least he didn't do something corny like making history hats just to lose in the play-in. Speaking of which, Sheesh. someone actually mocked up Pat Bev in a New Mexico United history hat, and here it is. There he is. He's got the hat. Oh, my goodness. He's got the hat. The hat. <laughs> Remember back when they lost in the play in 2019? That's not good. You can remember it now with your own New Mexico United history cap. Oh, man. Shout out to okay. Pat Bev. He plays hard. Number six, please, here. <laughs> Trophies, their own stadium. Things are looting New Mexico United. <laughs> now, remember, New Mexico spent over 800 grand campaigning for their own stadium. They wanted to get this finance deal done with the city. Mm -hmm. And it was the only bond measure last year in that election that the voters of Albuquerque rejected. 65% of them said no. Wow. Very united, if you I ask me. I did not know that. That's, it failed. Yeah. That's a slap in the face. So that. they are now stuck in the baseball stadium oh for now. Oh, my God. Um, that's terrible. Uh, I steps park or uh, keep going. Let's have a look at the next one. Or as some people like to call it, the meth lab. Idiot NMU fans, oh Phil says, <laughs> trying to hate on us when they play in a baseball stadium at a hashtag meth lab. Oh, my God. I mean, I appreciate I mean, the Walter known White as the lab. It's known as the lab, right? Because, you know, the isotopes play there. Yeah. Okay, it's isotopes park. It's also, to be clear, uh, it's Rio Grande uh, Credit Union field, isn't it? At Isotopes Park. So he's actually named, funnily enough, it bears the name of another team in NMU's league. Mm. So. Now I'm assuming it's the meth go, because Phil. of Breaking Bad, right? The, because of the show. Oh, that's why everyone just keeps talk, referring to meth whenever they want to talk about New Mexico <laughs> oh, United. Fine. Yeah, but it's just. Jeez, guys, you guys did right, a great let's job. Keep going. We've got more. We've got more. Breaking news. NMU edges out Coca-Cola as the world's largest producer of plastic. I don't get this one. Edwin, what do you think? Plastic, Plastic makers. Ah, it's pretty solid. Uh, not, not my favorite. Didn't Sorry, Dan. Laugh as much, but I, I get it. I get it. I get well, it. Dan's in our comments. Rubble. You know, he can. No, I appreciate it. No, fair. I get that. No, right, no, we'll that, move on. We've got solid. two more. Two more to go through. Is that about microphone? Let's go here. <laughs> From Phoenix Rising Nation, NMU and Centerpieces 
always middle of the table. Jeez. Now, there was another tweet from Phoenix Rising Nation. I did ask the boys here. Uh, Ramon vetoed it, so please oh, just... Oh, come on. Direct... I, asked, <laughs> I asked if we should put the other one up, and Ramon, you're the one who said no. Okay? So it, that's it why we've got you, this though. tweet. <laughs> that's why we've got this tweet. You okay. know who to direct your anger at now, chat. You know how to go. And this is the guy. We've Look blurred it. We've Come blurred on, it. Y'all. We've pixelated it because this better is than not this. effective. <laughs> <laughs> we can't be showing this. You know how many times Owen sent this to us? the tweet from Justin. The tweet from Justin. Oh, boy. A tweet related to my favorite team, New Mexico United. This tweet he has tagged as not safe for work. If you guys want to find it, go look up Justin Weber on Twitter. I mean, you can pretty much make out what but it is. We, I don't yeah, think but we're not. Yeah, pixelating. but you don't. We, it's pixelated slightly. Um, you slightly can't for your actually, pleasure. Slightly for you. <laughs> Why are you saying this, Robert? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> this is when they used to have those like really bad videos, like after twelve on VH1. You know, you know which ones I'm talking about. You could see everything. Anyway. <laughs> Great stuff, guys. Yeah, I'm proud of our, our Twitter Twitter section. <laughs> They're uh, keeping the hate week alive. I'm sure there'll be more content hate, tomorrow, hate, hate. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday morning because it's a long hate week this week. Yeah, that's a lot of hate for a week. Yeah, but we'll see. I'm sure I'm sure they can pull it out for an entire week there. All right. Thank you, Owen, for that. That was, that was pretty nice. Uh, Edwin, any thoughts on these uh, tweets? They're funny, man. Listen, this <laughs> fan base is passionate. You got to give it to them, but they're very clever. They always crack me up. Even the chat, you know, chat with them who are chatting right now. They make me crack up. Sometimes I'm muted here, so you can't hear me, but I'm yeah, laughing. Yeah, he's, he's cracking up over here. Over so I get the easy <laughs> job where I get to laugh at what you guys are saying in the chat. Yeah, great job. Uh, sorry, Rising Nation. I, I did veto that last one, but you did get the pixelated one. So You got the pixelated stuff, elephant so. tweet. So yeah, I mean, there you go. You know, there's, there's a level of just sometimes that's what you're gonna get and yeah sorry y'all but keep trying yeah we always welcome them. i'm sure we're gonna want some more after saturday so make sure to to send them over to us at ph phnx underscore underscore rising on twitter all right y'all uh, before we move on to uh kind of like the, the last segments here i do want to talk to you about DraftKings. so the nba playoffs mean let mean uh next level basketball get ready for all the action by betting the play-in tournament with DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nba new customers can bet five dollars on any team to win and get 150 dollars in free bets instantly all DraftKings sportsbook customers can also bet on nba hoops with same game parlays you can combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout the more legs you add the more you can win plus each day of the plan get a rest risk-free bet up to $10 if your same game parlay doesn't hit. So again, download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the play-in tournament and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. You do have to be 21 and over. Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook or details can you before we move on i just kind of want to shout out the fact that we have actually got a couple of new mexico fans in the chat here hey guys yeah. um i do like driving through new mexico though when i'm heading towards texas because we get... <laughs> that's a real compliment right there you know no, 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 i no, like no, no, it no. when i'm in my can car I finish my and i start not in new mexico and i end <laughs> also not in new mexico but for a brief moment of time i am passing here's through. the only reason i like driving through it 
because in those McDonald's there, those are the only McDonald's you can get the the green chili doubles from McDonald's. So it's a little, little fun fact for you. So, so what you're telling me is, is that the only reason you like New Mexico is because McDonald's. You get to drive through it to get to Texas, and then the McDonald's there, yes, offer the green chili doubles there. Yeah. So thank you, New Mexico. Appreciate you. Great stuff there, right? <laughs> you know what? Let's go back to let's go back to DraftKings. Let's go back to DraftKings. We're gonna be talking about the uh, we're gonna be talking about USL and stuff around there. But let's have a look at the odds for tomorrow, and we'll start with game of the week, shall we? Start with game of the week. Let's see what is it. Because we got odds for tomorrow's games already. Game of the week: Detroit City against Birmingham Legion. We built this. City. Who are you thinking? Before I read the odds out, who are you thinking? Who do you want in this one? Detroit, Birmingham, draw. What are you thinking? Detroit. He's taking Detroit. Well, Detroit. the good news here is that on DraftKings, you can at the moment get plus money on any outcome. Ooh. Detroit City, plus 130. Draw, plus 215. Birmingham Legion, plus 185. Mm. So you go, you're going in on Detroit there as the favorite? Yeah, I'll take Detroit. He's yeah. taking Detroit. He's agreeing with that one. Then there's one other game tomorrow. Both of these are 4 o'clock kickoffs. Arizona time, by the way. We've got the Baby Bulls and RGV. Baby oh, Bulls man. and RGV, what are you thinking? Was that ignore, a... ignore the comments. Come on, guys. Baby Bulls and RGV, <laughs> who are we going with? Uh, is Edwin on mute? No, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, what is this? The the Toros, those Matadors uh, matchup here. Who are you uh, taking, Baby Bulls or or RGV? Let's see. Or a draw. I want to give it to RGV, but I'm gonna go with the draw. You going with the draw? With the draw, you can get that at plus two sixty five. Red Bulls at plus 200. RGB Which RGV plus win like 4-0 you know, or something. Like, that'd be terrible. But, <laughs> yeah, good odds. We don't have the, the odds for the rest of the games, right? But we'll No, have we're waiting on those. They normally come out tomorrow. So, you know, nice. hang on fire on there. You'll get those. Hey, see, that was pretty good last week, except for yesterday with the, what was it, San Diego? Yeah, they messed me up. So, yeah. thanks a lot, San Diego. Uh, yeah, guys, keep, keep up the great chat here. <laughs> Been entertaining should we, this should one. we talk about now if we're gonna look at around the USL? There was some big USL news today, wasn't there? Yeah, really big USL news that no one is acknowledging from USL. But hey, we'll we'll acknowledge it. They were told not to, according to Owen here. Um, <laughs> no, so basically, uh, PES, which is uh, Pro Evolution Evolution Soccer, which was kind of like the which main is now eFootball, isn't it? Which is now eFootball, yeah um it used to be called winning 11 as well if you're an old timer but that's really old guys <laughs> it's yeah. been pez for a while and yeah. now e-football but but yeah they're basically the competitor to fifa the uh ea fifa and so if you've had a chance to play it it's you know not the best quality as fifa but it is pretty good to play overall you're really selling this i'm aren't selling you? it yeah <laughs> uh, and i'm and i'm saying this because of my experience today while trying to do this research so please please tell them exactly what you experienced today <laughs> but basically the usl championship is part of e-football which is a free football game there are no uh i don't think konami is which is the maker of the game are selling this game anymore it's just free uh free to purchase on your you know ps4 xbox ps5 whatever you have um, and you can play it with the USL Championship team. So, and that includes Phoenix Rising. So, we were able to take a look today and check out the team. Uh, Rising is the highest uh, overall um, out of the entire league with a, a rating of 67. And before you say anything, I feel like that's pretty good. Um, you Mexico are on 65, by ooh, the way. Yeah. And uh, it's free for a reason, Michael says. Can't even play with them. <laughs> yeah, Reese, yeah. to Reese's point, it was, a, again, I only got like maybe 30 minutes before I had to come over here to play with the with the eFootball. But 
you can practice with Rising and any of the USL championship teams, but you can't actually play a game with them, which is really weird. So I'm hoping they'll update it, which is apparently what's going to happen um, moving forward. So hopefully we can get an update and be can able I, to play with just, our team. I've just seen, and unfortunately we can't show you this, but if you, if you want to look up what Chris Wien's head is, there's like in-game head that's terrible it's it's really disturbing um it's like when it's, you create a player and <laughs> and i was doing this because i was looking up just to see like you know comparing rising's ratings to new mexico's ratings but yeah. chris wean has got the weirdest head and unfortunately we can't show it to you because i've only just found it now but it's it's bizarre yeah. um no, no, no. the ratings yeah let's put them up let's see if we we have a i was well, able to get a screenshot um so this was from the lineup earlier. Bear in mind that some of these are because people have been kind of moved uh, to different positions, having mm -hmm. their natural positions. But the big, the top overall players in there, you've got Luis Sejas. Uh, Sejas, I'm not going to get it wrong now. We, <laughs> we went through that earlier this week. Luis Sejas, uh, 69. Aiden Quinn, if he's in the correct position, also 69. Uh, Darnell King, 69. And funnily enough, in the back line, not that he's in this back line, because we've got the, the real... Um, Backline. Actually, you can probably see the Chris Wean face now, can't you? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, sort of the middle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it should be in there. Uh, Chris Wean, his face is in there. But um, Manuel Madrid is the other 69 rated player in there. That's Manu. interesting. Manu is one of the top four players on Rising's team, one of the best centre-backs in the league, according to eFootball. I think it's due to the fact that he has some, like, Liga MX experience and, and all that stuff. I think they're basing off of that. Yeah, I was about the, to other say. Thing I, the other thing I'll say is that I feel like we gave him a really bad rap last season. And this season now, right, is he the paciest? No. No, he's not. But mm. neither are any of the others, really. Um, yeah. He's a very physical presence and he's good in the air. And his reading of the game isn't, isn't too bad either. Um, mm. And, you know, he can, he can play the ball with his feet reasonably comfortably. So, I mean, it's... Hey, hey, it's... Uh, second overall in the league is San Diego Loyal, as far as teams are concerned, with the 67. El Paso, 66. San Antonio, 66. Looking at the other side, Monterey Bay is rated 60. Las Vegas, 62. Orange County, 63. And Oakland Roots is 63 as well. So, so I'm kind of surprised about that one. Louisville is only 65 as well. Um, so Yeah, I mean, it's... I feel like this is a very, very weird, like, kind of ratings. I wouldn't read too much into them because I think they're yeah. a bit... I'm sure if we went and spoke to some of the players, they would not be happy with these rates. <laughs> well, the one I'm kind of questioning is Lambert because he's rated 67 um, and not one of the best defensive players on uh, in the league. And then Rodriguez is 66, so Arturo as well. Um, yeah, and, and Jonathan Levin is 66 as well. Yeah. So, like, we're putting Levin and Arturo on the same. Yeah, Repetto, 67, Santi, 68. Uh, if you guys wanted to know, uh, Solomon Asante is in the game as a free agent, and he's rated 70. So just a little heads up for you guys there. But, yeah, weird. weird uh, Niall Dunn, the lowest one, 56. Antwi with 57. Chasten, 59. Lalo, 63. So, yeah, interesting, interesting. Uh, What's most intriguing is the fact that they put Arturo Rodriguez as a defensive midfielder yeah and if you see the if you put up the graphic again uh edwin the, the one with the lineup you'll see that right there because it looks this is the the lineup from last Why? game i don't know Why? i don't know where they're basing it off yeah so but they did get the lineup right from last game so that's that's pretty good <laughs> for the most part um but yeah uh some more tidbits here um Ben Lunt, uh, Rising's goalkeeper he's the tallest player <laughs> in the in the usl championship in the game uh, Manuel Madrid has a strength level of 77. Epps is in the top 20 in the league in dribbling. 
Uh, Darnell King is top 40 in speed. I thought that was kind of surprising. So no, because he's typically the faster player. So mm. uh, Repetto is top 15 in finishing with 66. Quinn is top 10 in passing with 70. I could totally see that. And Lambert only has a defending level of 62. Yeah. So Edwin, what, what do you make up all this stuff? eFootball owns the rights to Liga MX, if I'm not wrong, right? Yeah, they're doing this weird thing where they it used to be just players, and now it's like teams. Like there was a while, there was some controversy a few years ago with uh, Juventus because uh, eFootball was able to get their likeness, and so Ronaldo on FIFA was just called something else. Uh, Piamento something. Oh, Piamento Calcio? Yeah, yeah, that was the team on FIFA. So <laughs> still it, is. It, it's weird, man. I don't know. Yeah, they're wish... buying up quite a few of the Italian clubs, which yeah. yeah. And so you also have some international teams as well. They don't they don't make an appearance in FIFA, but they do show up on eFootball. So, yeah. Well, I was going to say, I mean, if they do own Liga MX, I guess Liga MX experience for Manuel Madrid obviously probably plays a huge part there. Yeah. But also, the, I mean, I don't know how they made these ratings, right? Mm-hmm. But if they're looking at recency biases, I mean, Manuel Madrid's definitely been one of the better players on the team this season. I, again, this is just assuming that they did recency, and that's probably not the case because yeah. – who, who knows how they came I think they it. were just looking at resume because Sejas is 69. And, you know, he's played in Europe. He's had some stints over there in, in South America. So uh, He's kind of probably already on the radar for some of these things because, yeah. you know, you look at it and some of the clubs he's played for have been mm-hmm. decent clubs. Yeah. So uh, don't take too much into account, basically, if you're getting upset about this. But, but yeah, if you want to download the game, you can do it on your uh, console device and so have a good time. Like I said, I don't think you can play with the, the USL teams on anything besides practice mode, which is kind of disappointing. Uh, but yeah, just give it it's a just shot. It's bizarre, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it's it's edition 1.0 Forza Piemonte FC. Uh, yeah, it's their 1.0 edition of 2022. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot of changes coming up. So if you download it, give it give it a second. If you don't want to spend the sixty seventy five dollars on FIFA, <laughs> you guys can you guys can download this one. So pretty good, pretty good. That's it on my take with the with eFootball. Yeah. Well, I think we should talk a bit about any games on Saturday that you're interested in particular in seeing. Let's do it. Um, let's see here. We got... I'm intrigued by San Diego Loyal against Louisville City. I was City. just going to say that Louis one. City, that is the highlight for me. Like, yeah, Louisville. I know you've got... this game of the week is Detroit against Birmingham Legion, but the real game of the week, let's be real. Mm-hmm. If you're ignoring Phoenix Rising New Mexico, the other game of the week in this league is... LA Galaxy, uh, it's not, uh, I'm reading the one from the line below. <laughs> You're looking at the one it's next to it, San yeah. San Diego Loyal against Lou City. It's San Diego Loyal against Lou City. San Diego Tide. That is the one for me. Um, mm-hmm. I think that those are two teams that are, I mean, Lou City is the, historically the, kind of like the bar of success in this league, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> a team that has won the cup several times, that has gone off and, and you know, made the conference final every season that they've existed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're looking at a team that's just the, the bar of success in this league, that's Lou City. And San Diego this year have come out looking pretty good. Yeah. Um, they struggled. They, they struggled last night uh, against them, against uh, Oakland, which was a bit of a strange one. Yeah. But, hey, it's they, – they fought. Oakland really fought on that um, – Playmobil pitch, you know. That Question the about their pitch is it? What is that? That's not grass at all, right? Because I thought, <laughs> oh, I thought they just Ramon, painted it on. Are you new to this one? I are think you, I am. Do we need to start talking about the Oakland? Just give me the pitch. little like the tidbit. Yeah, give me the. It's velcroed together. <laughs> the heck? <laughs> There's different bits and they're velcroed. How together. is that safe? Can Good you even question. slide on that? 
Yeah. It's a weird pitch. Like, no yeah. one likes it. No, everyone hated it last year when they had to go play on it. it yeah. But, hey, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, one other one that's actually kind of interesting here, San Antonio uh, against El Paso. I was just going to mention that. El Paso got no, the win. Uh, Copa Tejas game. Copa Tejas. Yeah, well, El Paso starting to turn it around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Can they keep that going? Yeah. Because they really demolished Monterey Bay last yeah, week. Poor Monterey. Up until then, they've been struggling. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Any other games that catch your eye? Um, let's see here. We got Orange County, Sacramento. That one looks pretty interesting. Uh, Tampa Bay, they lost last week. So from what Can I know. And they bounced they're... back against Tulsa. Exactly. Tulsa's been pretty decent. Their coach apparently left. Uh, and this is Rowdy's coach. Left to Europe, right, to get his licenses. That's what I was hearing. Uh, his coaching licenses over there so i don't know what happened there maybe that you know shook up the team a little bit so we'll see how that happens um other than that i think you know i don't know if you is there one more after no that's another one so yeah i think those are the games to watch honestly yeah yeah i think you've we've probably hit most of those on the mark there yeah and then of course the big one which is the last game of the night if you ignore LA Galaxy 2 Monterey Bay that no one really cares about, <laughs> um, which is Phoenix Rising against New Mexico United. And again, with Monterey Bay, they have not played at home yet because they're having their stadium built. So May 7th, I think, that's when they're going to have their season. A little over. way off still, but they're yeah. getting there slowly, slowly, yeah. slowly, slowly. Yeah, and I think it's starting to wear on the players that, that much traveling. So we'll see. We'll see if they can do it against Los Dos over there in L.A. So, uh, Edwin, any, any games you're maybe looking forward to? Uh, for me, it was El Paso. <clears throat> that game, you know, the Copa Teja, I, I think obviously just a rivalry weekend, you know, obviously with the, with for, you know, us rising versus New Mexico United. So that one interests me. And obviously the other one, the Louisville, but mm-hmm. nothing else really catches my eyes. I think it's just matchups where I think they're, you can expect the winner. You can expect the result where you're like, okay, this one should be a draw. This one yeah. should be a win. I think the rest are straightforward. So I think this weekend's highlighted by, three to four really, really good matches. Yeah, I think I think Rising and New Mexico are up, like in that tier with San Diego and Louisville as far as, yeah. you know, attractiveness. So looking forward to that for sure. Well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So it's an interesting week in USL. <laughs> you never it know. Is. It's, oh, it's, <laughs> it's always weird results that'll catch you by surprise, like Loudon starting the season with a couple of wins. like. And now they're going back down to Earth. Now they're so. going back down to where <laughs> they belong. Oh, uh, man. But yeah, yeah, good stuff. All right, y'all. That's pretty much it for us today. Uh, thank you, Owen, for for the insight, Mr. Edwin. Thank you for uh, using that mute button because I know you were. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, we give a couple of shouts here. Yeah, let's do it. A couple of shouts. We shout out uh, Steve on the uh, the birth of a uh, child. Oh, congratulations, Steve! Congratulations, nice, and uh, nice. also we just say big up the club for uh, going out to the uh, going out to Maryvale. Oh, they're doing like a soccer. Yeah. Clinic, I feel right? like it's been a, it's been a while since we've seen. There's been a couple this season now, but it's been a while since we've seen a lot of like pushing stuff over in the you know west of. Tempe, uh, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. We'll, we'll put it uh, like it's, that. It's good. Let's unite the whole valley, you know? Yeah, yeah for sure. It, if you can't can't unite the whole valley behind it, then, you know, it would be a bit of a disappointment. Yeah, no, I'm sure those kids are going to love it over there in Maryville. So, and they definitely play soccer over there. So, so yeah, uh, hopefully they have a good time over there. Uh, it is uh, goalkeeping, Goalkeeper Appreciation Day. I just saw that on Instagram. So, shout out to Ben Lunt and uh, Lalo over there keeping, keeping uh, the clean sheets under the sticks. So, Hopefully that happens again on Saturday. Edwin, anything else? Um, shout out to the people in the comments. You know, yeah, you guys were awesome. Right be, they, they were at it tonight. <laughs> wow. Both the rising fans and you know the New Mexico fans for sticking around and dealing. I with like how sticks. Twitter just kind of migrated to here. 
Well, we appreciate like, it. We, we appreciate became the, love the new support. Twitter. They found the link. They found yeah. the link. So, all right, y'all. But yeah, shout out to everybody on the chats as always. Thank you so much for being lively. And Cole, uh, thank you for your big nope comment there. There you um, go. Yeah. <laughs> all right, y'all. So uh, if the New Mexico fans want to join us, we're going to have a live post-game show after Saturday's game. So that's going to be real fun. So make sure to stay tuned for that one. And again, if you haven't followed us on social media, Twitter is the, the way to go. Uh, PHNX underscore underscore rising. Double the underscores. Double the fun. That's right. All right. That's it for us. We'll, we'll see you on Saturday. Take care.